get Jesus. Never drive in California and record a podcast. That has got to be the freaking dumbest thing you can do. Because you got people cutting you off. You're trying to cut people off. You're trying to not die. And I can't pick up the phone even though I lost the call. This is dumb. I should just go to McDonald's. Ugh. Guys, call me back, please, 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 call me back. I can't touch the phone. Ah. Hello? Welcome to NWR Newscast, episode 49. I'm your host for this week, Neil Ronahan. And with me, as always, is Zachary, the dino lover, Miller. He's not driving. Yes. Who is driving? Oh, my God. Bear is driving. How can that nice. be? Um, coming in, Coming in straight <laughs> off of his lost viewing party, Andy Gergen. What's up? And coming into especially via via phone in his car, we have uh, Nathan Mustafa. Nathan, Nathan, how's the traffic right now? It's uh, it's magical, Neil. I'm I'm looking. Uh, yeah, I can't think right now. Actually, I was gonna say something <laughs> intelligent, but I'm too busy not trying yeah. to die. Um, this boasts to be an excellent episode, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you can, if you can't pick it up by now. Nathan is currently driving on his way home <laughs> am, from work and recording. I'm coming recording off of a 14-hour workday, uh, driving on my two-hour commute home. So hopefully, yeah, uh, the podcast ends before my commute ends. Oh, and actually, yep. no, then I'll um, have nothing to do. So wait, how long is your commute? <laughs> two hours. Are you serious? If there's traffic, just yeah. If there's traffic, truck. it's freaking two hours. If there's not traffic, oh which my God. Right, right now there's not traffic, I'm amazed. Um, Is that a typical L.A. commute? Yeah. That's insane. Oh, my God, you people are crazy. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, and it looks 11, like I see, yeah, minutes, the freeways. FYI. Freeways Mine is like 10, 11 minutes. Mine is 10 minutes. Mine, mine's currently 15. If I get the new job that I want, then it'll be like 40. But I spend... Um, it's a much I spend like two hundred dollars a week at least on gas. Shit, yeah. I spend like two hundred dollars a month. That's Why don't they fantastic. get like a like a light rail system in in LA? Do they have one? Uh, yes, there is one. But the thing is, everything's kind of spread out here. So, gotcha. I mean, you can't. It's the public transportation cast. One would tend to think, yeah. Actually, I'm a I'm a transportation engineer, so this is very apt. But I'll stop babbling now. <laughs> he is an expert in the field. Yes. Anyway. Um, so let's get to uh, the big news. Video games. Which, uh, 
Video Nintendo games. announced their Q2 2011 lineup. Oh, which, there's. Uh, I'll do a little. There's got to be own. something good on there. Edit- I, I wrote an editorial yeah. last week. It seems kind of almost like I, I predicted that they would announce their Q2 lineup, and I, I didn't really, but I had a feeling it had to have been coming soon. If not, then literally nothing was coming Q2 out. Q2 started like two weeks um, ago, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, technically it did. Um, but Nintendo really hasn't released shit, and uh, it's kind of worrisome. But today they announced, uh, today on Tuesday, they announced their lineup, and let's go over the Wii lineup. I'm just going to literally read the Wii games that are on Nintendo's release list. This is included with third parties. Um, from Activision, Transformers, Dark of the Moon, Stealth Force awesome. Edition. It's coming out on June 14th, and it's based off the movie. Are we going to be doing our thing Deep again? I think, you, I think you can translate Stealth Force, Stealth Force Edition to mean not 360 edition, I suppose. Yeah, well, Stealth Force Edition being, like, it's probably a real shooter, guys. Nice. The last one turned out so well. Um, Yep. (laughs) Um, You have from Deep Silver, Inc., Get Fit with Mel B. So right now we got one for the movie category and one for the exercise category. That's labeled as Spring. From Disney, we have Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, the video game. Um, So there's another. We got two movies, one exercise. from Also from Disney. Cars 2, the video game. So three movie, one exercise. Then from Graffiti Entertainment, we have not one, not two, not three, but four Reader Rabbit games uh, for preschool, (laughs) kindergarten, first grade, and second grade. That's WiiWare. Those are all due out later in April. Are these these all retail or some of these WiiWare? Yes. These are all retail releases. Okay, good. Thank God. Why can't they Um, cram all the Reader Rabbit onto one disc? Because they wouldn't sell as many copies. Do we know anything about pre-order bonuses for Reader Rabbit Kindergartner? <laughs> I didn't know they existed up until now. Uh, it's a pretty sneak release. It's basically an Excitebots release. <laughs> <laughs> they just announced them and now they're coming out. Uh, from Konami, we have Metal no Karaoke Revolution Glee Volume 2. Did you almost just say Metal Gear? <laughs> yeah. That was no. On purpose. God, no. All right. Metal Gear Revolution Hello? Glee. We lost Nathan. <laughs> I'm calling him back. No, he's probably ordering food. <laughs> Yo. Look. Nathan. Are you still recording? Nathan, there's a okay. problem with your kids. We have to go <laughs> He's to got the to go back. We have to go back. Right. All right. Uh, from Namco Bandai, we have Exerbeat. That would be the second... Uh, fitness-related game that's coming out on April 26th. Then from Nintendo, you know, there, there's got to be Zelda or Mario or, or something. One would hope. Um, we got We Play Motion, which is We Play, and it comes with a Wii Remote Plus. Oh my gosh! Um, and yeah, that's a thing. There's 12 mini games included, and Mystery Case Files: Dust to Dust, which is a hidden object. Game. I reviewed the first um, one for DS. It yeah, I, I believe it's a it's a sequel to a DS game. Zach, how was the DS it game? It was. I mean, it's iSpy, but the graph, the graphical fidelity on the DS isn't good enough that you can see everything. So maybe it's better on Wii. I mean, it seems like something that would be good on Wii, but still. I mean, those are Nintendo's two releases for the entire full from from March to June. Amazing. Nintendo has two games. And neither one of them is amazing. And Mystery Case Files, Dust to Dust. Um, from Sega, we have Thor, God of Thunder, coming out on May 3rd. That's another movie game. I believe we're up to... Uh, we're up to four movie games, two exercise games, um, and four Reader Rabbit games. Then we have the uh, the Conduit. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Um, it looks like the uh, the 
has been added back to Conduit <laughs> 2. However, I don't know if I believe that because the release date is listed literally as today. The game is not out today, I can tell you no. that. Much. I thought the uh, press so. release from Nintendo at the start of the quarter or the yeah, it was supposed to be more accurate than the GameStop pre-order list that we got earlier this year. Generally, <laughs> generally that's the case, right? Yeah. Um, so the Conduit Two, which uh, yeah, the article is not there. It should just be Conduit Two, and it's coming out on April nineteenth. Um, that looks to be a pretty damn good it game. It does. Uh, I'll be excited if from, and when it comes out. From yeah, from THQ, we got Rio, based off a movie coming out on uh, today, April twelfth. Does she dance in the sand? <laughs> now this is not the angry. This is this is not the Angry Birds version of Rio, right? No, no. This, this is, is like I don't, I don't know anything okay. else other than it's based off the movie. Also from THQ, we got Kung Fu Panda two. Sweet. So another movie game. I believe we're up to five. Or no, no, six movie games, I think. Um, and then we got SpongeBob SquigglePants uh, coming out on April 12th, which I believe is being developed by WayForward and is kind of a WarioWare hmm. ripoff. So that might actually be a little cool. That that also apparently came out today. Interesting. I don't know if that's right. Um, and from Warner Brothers, the final Wii game coming out in this quarter is Green Lantern Rise of the Manhunters coming out on June 7th. So for all of you... Uh, yeah, for all of you counting at home, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games based off of movies. We have two exercise games, four Rita Rabbit games, and likely only one game the majority of people give a fuck. Amazing. So, yay. yay. We suck. Uh, you know what? You um, know what? Uh, kind of a launch, uh, kind of a, sorry, what kind of a uh, release schedule this reminds me of the last what? days of the ps2 or yeah yeah the last days of the ps2 is in like you know two years ago right. <laughs> yeah this is this is like an anemic anemic calendar and i know uh i wrote that editorial last week and a lot of the a lot of the vibe i was getting from people in the forums is that a lot of people are using this time as uh playing catch up with a backlog mm. and i mean there is a pretty good backlog the wii has had a very good lineup sure um i don't think any of you guys will disagree with me on that or really a lot of people that actually follow the system would disagree with us on that probably you know people who primarily game on 360 and ps3 would believe that but i i i've been very very happy with the release schedule on wii it's just now it's it's pathetic yeah yeah, it's it's really bad. I I can't see it. I, I don't really care about Conduit. Um, didn't didn't Nintendo say at one point they weren't going to sequelize We We Play? Uh, maybe. maybe. I, I want to say that they said that. I feel like We Play Motion is like three years too late. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I mean, it comes with with the uh, We the We uh, We Plus or We Remote Plus. Yeah, it's like I already I I, I have legitimately at this mo at this point in time. I have six remotes. Holy shit! Because I have that little shit one that I because I reviewed the uh, oh yeah the, the mini yeah and I had the Wii Remote Plus that came with uh, Fling Smash and then I had four previously. I do not need another remote. I'm not buying this game pretty much on that <laughs> premise alone. I mean, unless unless they're going to offer it standalone, which they likely won't. Like, I have zero interest in this because what what's the point? If you need another remote, yeah. So here's a question: Makes sense. Do you think Wii Play Motion will sell? No, I don't know. No chance. Because if it doesn't, if it doesn't sell, actually, it'll be one of the first really high, highly anticipated games, or maybe not highly anticipated. That's the wrong word, but you know, it'll, it'll be one of the first 
follow-ups to a very successful title of theirs that hasn't sold on the Wii. Like, I know Wii Music didn't sell as much as they had hoped, Only- but... But like we, yeah, I think we we music, I think still pushed like a million units or something. Yeah, it did. Um, the one thing with We Play Motion is that, and I think this is where We Play did very well, is that the attach rate with We Play because people would buy the system and then buy We Play to get another remote. Yeah, and I think you're gonna lose out on a, you're gonna lose out on a lot of that unless Nintendo can put put together a very good marketing, marketing campaign. They couldn't even to, put together you know, a marketing campaign tell, for tell 3ds. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's a whole different beast. Like conveying the 3DS on TV is really, really difficult. Whereas with Wii Play Motion, you should be able to advertise that on TV. Yeah. If they can tell those people who got Wii Sports, got their Wii, got Wii Play, and didn't really get anything else that Wii Play Motion's out. It's a sequel to that game that you might have played a lot. Yeah. Um. Then, it, then it could sell a lot of units. And you know what? I mean, Wii Play, you can kind of hate on it for what it is, but. I think we play was a lot of fun. Like it has a duck hunt game. That tanks game was awesome. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't anything fantastic, but it was it was all right. But yeah. I, I don't have any interest in, in playing another one. I, yeah, I I agree. It just it feels it feels late. I don't know that there's a whole lot yep. of demand for this. Yeah, and I mean, I I I, I literally could care less about Mystery Case Files. Yeah, it's, it's a hidden object. Yeah, game. It, no, don't even need it. I mean, it's it, it's like what what the hell? Not even like what is Nintendo doing, but like what are their internal teams working on? Right. Like, okay, I guess they developed We Play Motion. I mean, I'm sure that took a lot of brain power, and you know, three three of their t- hundreds of teams working on it or whatever. But like, really, what are they doing? I mean, we we found out today that Ocarina of Time 3D, which is coming out on June 19th, um, that's the lone Nintendo published. 3ds game that's coming out over the next two or three months right. um that, that that actually was developed by grezzo who made line attack heroes now, which was a how Japanese weird is that? that just some random ass developer yeah. handling one of their biggest well, games well i have a feeling that's the case where you know nintendo worked very closely with them but it's probably like there was a, like grezzo probably did a lot of grunt work oh i see like kind of like you know converting the game in onto the 3ds and you probably had you know a, a team at nintendo working very closely with them, yeah as nintendo does with a lot of companies yeah yeah still i think it's a what are they doing they're, they're probably working on a few unannounced fairly big ticket 3ds titles uh one would have to assume right i mean they have to have something lined up for 3ds for the holiday don't they i mean do we have any do we have any idea what, what that might be is that Kid Icarus? Maybe, maybe? that Mario um, game? I mean, they got Mario Kart 3DS, which was uh, earlier in the year for, I think, the Q1 2011 press release. They mentioned that that was coming out in 2011. Animal Crossing still a possibility. I believe Paper Mario 3D might be kind of ruled out for uh, 2011. That's probably going to be a 2012 release. And then you got Kid Icarus. You got Star Fox. You got a bunch of 3DS games, but still, there's nothing that I would call huge outside of Super Mario, um, right. which that could be that could be a fall release. But even still, what the hell is going on on Wii? You got Zelda. Um, they haven't confirmed Xenoblade, which uh, it should be noted that the European release schedule is actually worse. It's just that they are confirmed to get Xenoblade because the games that we're getting, um, they're not listed. I, I believe they're probably coming out in July in Europe at right. the earliest because it was mentioned that like Mystery Case Files and Wii Play Motion are coming to Europe, but they didn't give a release date. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it, it sucks. Really does. I don't know, like, 
it just it just kind of feels like the end the end of a console life cycle. And you know, at, yeah. at the I end mean, of the day, the it just, it just, this is this is what happens when Nintendo you know transitions. This is what's happened the last few times they transitioned, and it's what's happening again. There's nothing to play on the current system. There's no word on what's coming with the next system. It does kind of feel like in the past, by this point in the death of the of the current console, we knew more about the successor. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the time by the time you know, N sixty four had this hit. This is this is the time where the successor would be announced. It's just that with how you know three sixty and PS three are operating, how they both kind of had a mini resurgence. But three sixty more so with Connect, but PS three was always kind of planned to be this ridiculous ten year console from the start. Um, they kind of had like a reinvention. Both both systems did. And they've been successful at that. With Wii, okay, yeah, they were really successful when they came out. And following the standard five-year progression, this is when you know the Wii should be should be done, and the successor should be coming out this fall. However, you know the the console generations are getting longer, and I, I, it's almost like Nintendo wasn't aware of this yeah. because there the lineup that's coming out on Wii is like you know this is the end of the system. Well. The Wii was not built to be a ten-year lifecycle console by any means. Very true. It, I mean, I don't, I don't want to harp on an age-age old argument, but it's it's a GameCube with more a little more horsepower and a new controller. Like at the end of the day, yeah. we're still working on a graphic graphics engines that were built for hardware release in two thousand and one. I mean, yeah, yep. they've managed to to push it to the metal. And they've gotten a little more horsepower out of out of. Out well, of they the... duct tape two of them together. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, still, there's some pretty pretty games on. Wii. Oh, sure, there that, are. You know, they're not HD. They're not. They're not HD. And that's, that's the bottom I, line. I, I don't think it's as bad as a lot of other, uh, a lot of other gamers think. I, I I listen to a lot of video game podcasts. I don't listen to a lot of other Nintendo centric ones, uh, but I, I'm I'm aware that a lot of other video game players in the world think that Wii games, to a fault, look ugly. Um, e- like, even I mean, the I even could... the best looking ones don't look good on an HD set to them, and I think they're crazy. Uh, but th- yeah. but that said, there's something there's something to the fact that this is old technology. I mean, it doesn't take right. much to understand that this is fairly old technology, not only from the graphics standpoint, but also just from from the firmware. Their fir- their again, firmware I mean... feels like 2002 firmware, even if it is 2006 firmware. Oh, definitely, it's it's ancient. I have a I have an idea, and tell me if I'm crazy. We haven't heard anything from their big developers they're clearly not working on anything for the second quarter of 2011 and the Wii is is on its last legs is it possible that Nintendo has been sinking all of their time and money into not just developing their new system but also developing games for it so that the launch of the new system whenever that is will be fucking kick ass um I mean, That's possible, sure. I was also reading something today that their research, like their R&D, has been, I think, bigger than it ever has been before. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I think uh, it's the case where if you think about what they did with the 3DS, and, yeah, you know, there was probably some research that went into that, but it's not like they had to develop the technology for it because that that, w- that came from Sharp. Yeah. Well, they've often, so, they've often been known to just sort of put together an idea for a game Show it off at a few trade shows and then never do anything with it. Like a certain like, pulse makes you sensor. Wonder, yeah, no doubt. It makes you wonder how many products they've developed in the past two years and the or, and that are still working on today. Oh, that never that, seen the light of day. That that have never and will never see the light of day because they're not really meant to be finished products. They're just ideas yeah. that don't get fleshed out. Hmm. And I don't know. I mean, 
that's what makes them Nintendo is 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 the ideas, and I don't want to see that change. But at the same time, you got to put something on the market for people to buy, and I don't know that. Yep. What they've I mean, they, put yeah, forth they have to is, recoup their money, and yeah. it's looking like the 3DS, at least at the outset, isn't going to be the uh, the money the the money maker that they they probably thought it would be. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised how quickly the sales. It had a very. Off. I think everywhere, 3DS had a very good like day one launch and like first week, and since then, uh, we we had a new story go up today saying that 3ds sales are kind of slumping after it and i mean i am it is the case where um i think they may have oversupplied it um which isn't really mm. a bad thing i mean from like you know a, a consumer perspective because it means if you want it you can just go out and get it like i've seen it all over the place uh when going out to stores i didn't see it right away after launch but now i'm seeing it everywhere it- whereas you know with the wii or, or really any any release or any console release i don't really recall seeing them in stores after launch yeah. you know um a lot of people gave the, and myself included, gave the the, the the NGP or whatever it ends up being called, a lot of flack when it was announced because the perception is that it doesn't really, it's not a different console. Like they haven't ch- fundamentally changed the type of product that they're making. They're just making it a lot more powerful. Um, you know, you could argue the same of of the 3DS. It is oh, yeah. a more I mean, powerful it's, it's still DS. A 3D, it's a and, it's a DS with some. You know, I, I, I've been saying this, and this is a point that I've harped on a lot of times, and it's a point that you may or may not agree with out there in, in listener listener kingdom or whatever the hell you're – Listener land. Yeah. But, I mean, the market's not what it was in fi- five years ago. The handheld market has fundamentally been changed by smartphones. And yeah. whether yeah. or not – you know, whether or not you, you can make the argument that the, there's a place for the DS or not – Man, I just don't know that they can dominate that market that they like they used to. And maybe I'll be proven wrong the second that the next Pokemon game comes out. But huh. I'm not shocked that you know. And I, well, I made I mean, these predictions earlier too. I, I just I don't know that they can dominate it the way they used to. The way the market's been go changing. back to the launch of the DS. And yeah, I mean it, it is a fundamentally different time. But the DS at the outset wasn't a big money maker, and I think that over time, I think this this holiday season will be very telling for the 3DSs. Future, future success. If it does well this holiday season, then I think it's assured that it'll probably, you know, maybe not be as successful as the DS because that's a tall order, but it'll be a successful system. I think if it kind of flounders this holiday season, then Nintendo's looking for a pretty rough next Definitely. The, 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 the DS was still largely competing with, with GBA. I mean, GBA had only been on the market for, what, three years when, when the DS came out? And the, the, mm. the DS has um, been on the market for... Yeah, like three and a half years. The DS has DS been, has on, the been on the market for a lot for longer than seven. that. I don't think the DS is really competing with the 3DS the same way the GBA was competing with. with. True. And, of course, at the time, Nintendo wasn't even confident enough in the DS to come out and say, this is the new system. Yeah, right. It's the third pillar. This is cl- The 3DS is clearly the new system. And so I'm not sure the uh, the lull that the DS experienced in the first six months necessarily is, a, is, is an apt comparison, but... I don't know. I mean, oh, I mean, you also have to keep in mind that it isn't a holiday season that it's coming out. Yeah, it's that's, not that's true. Hot ticket gift. To that's buy. very, very it's coming true. Out in March. That's very, very true. And you know, I at the end of the day, I'm really happy with the system. I know that you know it has a kind of a crappy battery life and and whatnot, but I'm really happy with the system. There are a few things I'd change on it. I'm not. I don't think the hardware is perfect, but I'm happy with it. And I I really hope that you know the thing doesn't end up being struggling on the market such that they can't get good games on it you know yeah i mean i'm I'm really looking forward to i mean all the games coming out on 3ds and even uh the next couple months for the 3ds do not look that bad no um 
You got. Uh, I'm looking at the list right now. Uh, you have a Transformers uh, movie game, also Stealth Force Edition, but it's in 3D. Yeah. So I I have a feeling that uh, that might actually be a a Wii port or of some sort. So that'd maybe be cool. We'll have a yeah, maybe we'll have a rail shooter on the 3DS. Nice. Maybe we can bring some of the uh, some of those um, new play control ports that never made it to Wii <laughs> and just put them on the 3DS. That would bring go. me Pikmin too, please. Lie. Yeah. Um, you also got a, a new Blaze Blue game coming out, or I guess it's a. I think it might be a 3DS port of a previous. Blaze I think Blue it game. is. Yeah. Familiar with the I series. think it is. Um, you got Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion, which is that pretty boss-looking uh, Cartoon Network Smash Brothers esque game. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You got uh, Pac-Man and Galaga Dimensions, which seems to be a cool little like retro collection. It's got like you know Pac-Man Championship Edition on it, so that's cool. You got Zelda Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D coming out on June 19th. Cave Story 3D is coming out on June 28th. Um, I believe uh, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor uh, Overclocked is coming out on June 28th as well. Um, that's a like a 3DS port or a 3DS enhanced port of a DS game ah. um, in the in the Mega Ten series. You got Dead or Alive Dimensions coming out in late May, um, and uh, yeah, that that pretty much looks like the uh, the the cool games that are coming to uh, 3DS. But it, I mean, it's not. It's not packed to the gills, but for you know launch window, that's a pretty solid list, yeah. I think. Yep, 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 yep. Works for me. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, like I, I just stop saying at the end of the day. Uh, I need to like get <laughs> kicked in the head whenever <laughs> I say that. At the end of the day. At, so we are at the end of the day. In the early evening. Um, no, like <laughs> I don't play video games now as often as I did five, ten years ago. I mean. That may seem silly to, to the outside perspective, the outside person who sees me play them all the damn time. But I, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I, I would be okay with just one or two really good games in a quarter. But we're not even getting that, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would say it is the kind of thing where, like, I mean, I'm looking at it uh, from a personal perspective. If I were to even just remove myself from being a, you know, a game reviewer, the games that I would be interested in, you know, I'm a little bit interested in Conduit Two, although I don't think I'm going to buy that right away. Um, I'll probably buy that whenever wait I have the review. to play first-person shooter. Yeah, I mean, I'll wait to see what your thoughts are. Um, we should be... I don't know if it'll get to Zach um, in time for him to do a review before the game comes out, but I believe, Zach, you should be getting it this weekend. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So probably by the time you hear this episode, Zach should be playing The Conduit 2 and getting news I, out to you. I can at least post can. some impressions. Yeah. I mean, we'll have something Conduit 2 related for you, hopefully by the beginning of next week, whether it's a review or impressions. Um, but yeah, I mean, Conduit 2 looks good. There's literally nothing else on Wii that I'm interested in. No, There's, me neither. hasn't been a Wii release that I've been interested in since The Blob 2, and that's the only game I've been interested in this entire year. Yeah. Uh, and I likely would not have bought that game if I didn't review it. Yeah. Um, it's a good game, but it's it's very similar to the first Like I really enjoyed uh, WWE All-Stars. That was okay, but yeah, for the most yeah. part, it's been... Kind of a wasteland. I mean, DS, there's there's pretty much nothing. In Europe, they're actually getting a Sola Tarobo, which um is it came out in Japan, but it's like this quirky. I think it's like an action RPG where you play as an anthropomorphic robot dog. Okay. Um, it's supposed to be really really good, and that's coming out in Europe. I don't know what the status is on that in uh, North America. However, Nintendo's distributing it in Europe. Uh, Namco Bandai, I think, is uh localizing it. How has there not been a single Chibi Robo game since the last days of GameCube? I mean, there was, there was the DS one, I guess. I don't know. But well, yeah, there was a there was a Park Patrol, the Walmart, was a Walmart exclusive. exclusive. 
Um, and then there was a new play control version that never made it out of Japan. For uh, I would love to the, see the one on GameCube. I'm... And then there was another DS one, I believe. Oh, there was a second DS one. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Did that make it over that here at all? That was more like the GameCube game. Did that ma- I believe that came out. I want to say, I think it was announced right after E3 2009, and then it came out that fall in Japan. In Japan only. Okay. There was also a Fire Emblem game that came out last summer in Japan. Um, that's pretty much a. I think it's a direct sequel to Shadow Dragon, the other DS Fire Emblem game. Um, we haven't heard any word on that. Um, so, that's, hmm. so that's a bummer. And uh, the shitty thing about Sola Turbo, for anyone thinking of importing, um, like myself, if you have a DSi or a 3DS, it will likely not work on it because it's a DSi-enhanced game. So oh. DSi-enhanced games generally don't work. Like, it would work on a, on a DS Fat or a DS Lite, but it wouldn't work on a DSi. Although, um, Pokemon Black and White, I believe, it's something weird where, like, Certain versions work on like like I think the North American version of Pokemon Black and White will work on a Japanese 3DS, but the Japanese version of Pokemon Black and White won't work on a North American 3DS Weird. or something along those lines. So if you're if you're looking to import Sola Turbo and you're uh, you know from North America, um, be wary. Uh, just look to see if it's uh, going to work on. And you just have a DSi or a 3DS. Look to see if it'll work. Um, I'm kind of bummed. I, I recently got I sold my DS Fat to a friend of mine. And now I won't be able to play a weird anthropomorphic dog game. Well, <laughs> them's the breaks. Got to yeah, give something but, up. But going back to what I was saying before with like the, the games that, as a gamer, what would I want? Pretty much it's like Cave Story 3D and uh, Ocarina of Time 3D, which, if you're looking at that, it's remakes of two games I've already played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's Don't pathetic. forget Dead or Alive. <laughs> well, that's just for me. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not I'm personally not interested in Dead or Alive. Although that does look to be a very good intro in the series. It's just that I've never been big into yeah. the series. Yeah, actually, that game looks pretty. And good, if there's Zach. not online, then I have pretty much zero interest in it because, like, if you were getting it, Zach, which I mean, you're going to be on the review, so you will be getting. There it. is online, um, right? Oh, there is. I think there is. I thought there wasn't. I, I don't know. I know. I, it, I know it supports Spot Pass. Yeah, because um, there's all those costumes you can get. Yeah, but I think they're going to be doing more than just but, that. Oh, we'll, we'll yeah, I mean, find the 3DS out. Lineup, it, the 3DS lineup looks good. It doesn't look great. No. But, I mean, for, for three months after launch, that's fine. It's it's the Wii lineup that's really worrisome. Well, me. do you think... Here's another idea. Um, maybe this is a stupid idea, but do you think it's possible that they're treating the 3DS as their next console? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're definitely putting a lot of effort into the 3DS. However, do you think um, it's a stopgap between the Wii and their next console? I mean, if you if you're going by that logic, then the DS has been the big winner for them. Has been the <laughs> it's been the breadwinner for them. Oh, for sure. Years. No, no, that's not what I mean. Um, I mean, I mean, instead of, do you think there will be a big gap between uh, the 3DS coming out and the next console? Like, do you think they'll? Do you think they'll? Here, I guess what it boils down to is, is the Wii successor going to be announced at E3 this year? Yes. Announced, or There's, will they it's say getting, it's getting, we're working on it? It's getting to the point where I will be shocked if there is not. I mean, uh, it could just be the yeah, and we're working on a successor to the Wii, or it could be a little bit more of a blowout, like uh, kind of like the 3DS last year. Yeah. I think that's the the most we're looking at. Although I still have that crackpot theory that there will be a you know super week coming out this fall. However, I mean it's, I, I kind of reached that conclusion, which is like that's not going to happen. However, it'd be kind of cool if it did. That would be um, amazing if that happened. 
I, I think what we're looking at is at the earliest or at most at E3, you'll get a 3DS like reveal like you got at E3 last year. Yeah. Um, and then uh, at the earliest, the the system will come out at, like this time next year. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I think most likely we'll see it in fall 2012. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, w- I honestly would not be that surprised if it winds up coming out around this this time frame next year. I can see You're it being a, at. It could E3. be a spring. I can see it being at E3 and playable on the show floor this year, though. Yeah, because they've been no, putting I mean, their that's, time that's and money a very into something. Scenario. Yeah, that there has to be some kind of product. Either they're going to announce twenty Wii games that they're working on, or they're going to do something with a new console. Yeah. So here's here's a here's a question for you: If they if they take the safe route and just make a more powerful Wii with HD output and a slight variation on, like I guess what I'm saying is, you know, the, the Wii was a was a fundamental shift in, in their console development. It's the first time yeah. they didn't just take the obvious step forward. If they take the obvious step forward with the next console, are you disappointed? Now, do you mean I are they following? Think, uh, are, I think they'll fail. No, I I I, if, I if need they more do that, clarification I think crash here. Do you think? Do you mean do they make a Wii three? Well, I mean a Wii two, or do they make a console a on par with the current next generation systems, Andy? What I'm saying is, do you think they'll just make a more powerful? I mean, they said before they can't just make a more powerful Wii. So I don't think right. that they will. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is if, I don't think they, they will. Do, and I think if they did, if they, they, they can't, can't compete no. with the 360 no. and the PS3. Yeah, I tend to agree. I'm just kind of like, I we, mean, the we've 3DS. We've said before the, the, that they have to do something really spectacular they have to do something that's i mean well i guess not better than like not like connect but better than it as in you know how 360 is or at least microsoft has kind of proven to an extent that connect is the next thing connect motion doesn't control. really work i mean it connect sold very very well as much as i think it's dumb it's it sold very well but it it's, um, it doesn't work well, I, mean, I mean, that's neither here nor there. I haven't had any good experience yeah. with it, but apparently people like it. I guess what I'm saying is that, like, we we kind of we came to the conclusion earlier that the 3DS is not a large, you know, a, a large difference in terms of its place in the world from, from the DS. It's just more powerful. Right. And it has, it has a 3D screen. kind of a but... big deal at the end of the day. Like, that, that, is their, that is their big addition to it. And you can even look at the Wii that, I mean, while it's a, it's a pretty large step to the side or step forward... You know, the Wii Remote was pretty much the only thing that makes that different from a oh, from a, a game. Totally game. agree. And then you have the better online store. But sure, they can't sure. just make an HD Wii with motion control and a better online store. I mean, it. I wouldn't buy. It has that. to be. It has to be more than. They that. have to do something that we basically can't predict. Exactly. If we could predict it, then it would be too predictable. And you know what they also can't do? The other thing as, they as, as, I guess do, that's, and that's the question that I was asking, Neil. I guess okay. that's a better way of saying exactly what I was getting at. If, if the Super Wii ends up being the predictable choice, something that you would have seen coming, is it a failure in your eyes? And, yeah. I don't. I mean, from my eyes, no, because I, I, I fucking love Nintendo. Oh, you're so I young. like the games they make, with the exception of Wii Play Motion and Mr. Case. <laughs> It would not be a failure in my eyes. However, I think it'll be a failure on the market if that's what they do. Okay. Fair point. Because I mean, in all honesty, if they were just if they just basically repeated the like the the game releases that Nintendo had on the Wii, if they just repeated those on Wii 2 for the next 5 years, I would have no complaints. I mean, Andy, here's the thing for me, like if they if they made like a PS3 caliber system 
which won't happen, but if they made a PS3 caliber system and gave me a new Mario Galaxy, yeah, I'd buy that. I wouldn't be yeah. really happy happy about it, but what else can they do at this point, you know? I pretty much can guarantee you that whenever the new system comes out, I'll be there day one. Yeah, I can't say that I won't either. Um, I mean, I feel like right now, I mean, I wouldn't, I basically wouldn't have been able to afford a 3DS if I didn't get the review unit. Right. So, uh, yay, being director. <laughs> um, but but I, I don't really foresee, um, unless I have some kind of financial crisis, like next system I'll be getting it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll, I'll find, I'll, I'll find a way copy somehow. or not. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I I'm looking forward to it and I'm I'm sure I'll get it and I'm sure I'll like the 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 top profile games on it. I'll like the the, the top profile Mario game, the Galaxy of that system. I'll like whatever Zelda game they'll, have they'll an put out. online store, possibly tying into the eShop in some regards. You would and, hope. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, at, at the, same at, at the time, end of the day, like, and I'm saying it now, at the end of the day, we don't know <laughs> we don't know shit about what's going on with the next Wii. It's almost I can't it is wait almost to find pointless out. to speculate at this point because E3 is like what next month? Uh, two months. Two months away. I mean, we may as well just wait two months and then we'll know. Hopefully. Indeed. Nathan's going to be the lone newscast member at E3. This oh, you're year. not going? No, nah, well, I'm, I'm getting married in September. Oh, yeah. I don't have the money for that. Yeah, that's my <laughs> problem. I'm, I'm trying to sell a condo. You, you God, it costs a lot of money to sell a condo. Yeah. I mean, I I, I very much plan to. I think uh, I actually talked to Lauren about it. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going in 2012 to E3, yeah. but this year it's not going to work If out. you guys go, I'll, I'll go with you. I'll go in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. E3 Andy, it's gonna Andy, be come with us. The whole, we'll the new do a newscast from the show floor. I really like. At some point, guys, we need to get our asses together in the Hell same yeah. area and do a do a live newscast. We'll see. I'd love to go, but Re- uh, listener, I was gonna say readers, listeners, do you think we should apply for a panel? For Press PAX, the donate uh, button. Prime, to even donate. though I don't think any of us can actually go. Oh, PAX <laughs> in Seattle, I could go to that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I don't know. If I, I would could, love to go to that. There's a that wants to see if we can get a panel. But <laughs> I don't see any. Uh, I don't see any road trips like that in my future right now. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. I would love to. Uh, maybe, maybe eventually. Maybe eventually, but it's yeah. it's awfully hard. Uh, you know, that's the kind of thing that I I, I kind of wish I had been doing this. You know, five ten years ago, but it's a little harder to do when uh, when you're a grown up. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. When I was in college, it was like, E3, no sweat. This is great. <laughs> now I'm like, ah, bills, shit. Yep. I know. When you're a kid, you think it's so great to have all sorts of money all the time, and really, you, you don't at all. Yeah. 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 Um, college is perfect, because college is when you're first getting, like, a decent-paying job, and you have right. dick yeah. for responsibility to spend that money on. Like, the, the summer yeah. that I got my PS PS2... I was working. I mean, I was working just janitorial work at a, at a dorm over the summer, but it paid okay. And you know, my parents were still paying for my it housing paid at enough. that point. Yeah, and so I had tons of cash. I was like hitting up Best Buy, dropping PS2 games left and right. Um, I was too in college. Can't can't do that well, anymore. You can just look at my my review output from 2008 to 2000 to, to May 2010. 
and that just shows you how much I did at college. However, I, I pulled out a pretty good GPA. Yeah. I don't really know how I, I actually did it because there were there were. I actually think I, I, you've just I, gotten I, lazier over the years. Because <laughs> when I was in college, like I was kind of bad. Like I I would skip classes routinely to go to precedence. Oh my city. god. <laughs> Like it would be the point. It was like oh, I get, I can get away skipping this class. So what if there's a test? Oh, no, you somehow graduated. I can go play video games. Yeah. Uh, yes, we do, Andy. You know, speaking of all this launch excitement, uh, we were talking earlier about a special show, a special episode, launch stories, funny launch stories. Uh, um, I guess. Uh, why don't? Do we, do we want to go back? How about we start at Nintendo 64? Let's, Did any of you guys have any good Nintendo 64 getting stories? I actually got mine. I got mine as a, as a reward for getting straight A's in, like, I think it was high school. Good for you. But it was long after the launch. I mean, God. It came with Donkey Kong 64. So, yeah, my, my N64 story is, um, I guess I would have been around... 10 when I got mine. I think it was my 10th birthday. Oh my God. It was uh, shortly after Mario Kart came out, and my parents took me to Toys R Us to uh, let me pick out a game. Nice. Uh, this is before my birthday, and I picked out Mario Kart. I was so excited. And I was like, does this mean I'm getting an N64? And my dad was just like, no, you're just getting a game. <laughs> and I was so depressed. <laughs> but then the day came, and I got my N64, and I was very, oh, very happy. But for, um, I mean, what did you do? What did you do with the game until you got the system? Well, I was thinking about how it was... Well, because I didn't have the game because I was just picking out the game and they were buying it. Right. And then, like, they, they wrapped it up and gave oh, it to me on, on my saying. birthday. But I was thinking, I was like, I guess I'll go over to my friend's house and play it. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can do. I don't know how I'll play it. Um, and then my parents did a similarly fucked up stuff with the GameCube, except for I had an inclination that I was getting that. Um, and I, I told my parents repeatedly that uh, a memory card had to be gotten or else I wouldn't have been able to save anything. Right. And I kind of realized about a week before it came out, or before before Christmas, rather, um, that my parents totally weren't getting me a memory card. And I wanted to be able to save any games that I got on, uh, on sure. Christmas. So I actually bought a memory card, <laughs> wrapped it up, and put it under the tree. Wow. <laughs> to Neil from Neil. Neil to Neil. And it was a good thing because... I didn't get a memory card. However, after I wrapped up all, or I, I uh, unwrapped all my gifts, like we were all done under the tree, and I had like you know like three games, another controller, memory card that I bought for myself, no system. And I was just like, "What the hell? This is bullshit." <laughs> and then like my my parents actually set up a scavenger hunt in which I had to like go through the house and find where they hid the GameCube. Nice. It was it was kind of it was it was very inventive. A lot. Uh, Less cruel than the uh, the birthday thing the years before for the N64. Yeah, yeah. But those are my uh, my N64 and GameCube stories. I have a GameCube story. Um, GameCube was the first system I camped out at launch day for. And what happened, I was a lifeguard um, at a high school here in town at the time. And my friend uh, Shay uh, was going to get one too. So we he picked me. he said, this is how you do it. He picked me up at 4 in the morning. And it was cold because it, it came out in November, right? Yep. Yeah. Hi, guys. And so it's friggin' hey, it's Nathan. <laughs> Special guest, Nathan Mustafa. So He's I don't bad. know what happened. Um, but I We c- just debated the Wii 2 for like an hour. Oh, that's fun. Well, I got to go. I basically just stopped somewhere so I could actually call you and say, hey, I can't do this. 
because it's not it keep, you, keeps cutting out. So. Have you gotten yeah. food yet? Uh, no, I'm in the process of procuring food. Nice. Yay, food. Yeah. Okay, sorry guys. I I thought it would work. That's all right. I totally That's didn't. Fine. I would. I'd rather you stayed alive. Yeah, that that was my. I was trying to fiddle with it, and I was like, "This, I'm going to die." So. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's kind of illegal. So me recording myself doing that. <laughs> dumb. Well, you know, yeah. I, you know the, yeah. the 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 cyber CHP is going to come pull me over. Sure. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry to totally interrupt the podcast and then just no, leave. No, that's totally cool. It's okay. But as mysteriously I have come, as I have come, I am now leaving. Farewell, good sir. Goodbye. That could be taken some ways, right. yeah. It's many ways, and actually I mean them in every single way that it could be taken. Goodbye. Awesome. <laughs> See ya. All right, go back. Anyway, All right, uh, so it's 4 a.m. Uh, it's freezing fucking cold because it's Alaska uh, in November, and we're... We're sitting in his car outside of the Walmart, which doesn't open till seven. Um, and we're playing Game Boy Advance. We're just we're just sitting there playing uh, Mario Kart. And because I only I'm the only one with a uh, copy of the game, we're just doing the two Yoshi's on like the same fucking track over and over again for like two hours. Uh, and then we notice that a line's starting to form, and so we get in line too. We're standing outside for like an hour, and it's cold, and uh, and then finally the guy opens the door. I mean, he opened it like five minutes early, which was kind of nice, but everyone runs to the back of the electronics, and I, you have to understand that I'm like, what, 16, 17 years old? I've never used a check before. I go to the... <laughs> Wait, got, Zach, is it really on. like... Wait okay, a second. sorry. I got a check from my parents. We, we get something called the PFD every year. Um, it's like a thousand dollars every every Alaskan citizen gets between one and two thousand dollars every year, basically from oil company oil revenue uh, oh, okay. generated by the state. So, back when I was a teenager, uh, my mom, my my parents would put that money into my savings account for college, but they'd always give me a little bit of money for me. So my mom gave me a check written out to me. For two hundred dollars, which is how much a GameCube cost, that's what I took to Walmart. Oh no! <laughs> got in line with Shay, and by then his girlfriend uh, Kim had gotten there, and we we all were all lifeguards together. I tried to pay for a GameCube with a check for two hundred dollars written out to me. <laughs> that failed spectacularly. <laughs> but Kim, bless her heart, said, just give me a check at work tonight. And she bought it for me. Um, and then I went back later to Walmart and I bought Rogue Leader uh, with money. Um, and then I gave her, basically gave her my check, uh, but written out to her uh, that night at, at the pool. But damn, was I a moron. Holy shit. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's my okay, story. Zach, you said you were 16 or 17 when the GameCube came out. I got the impression yeah. you and I were only a, like a year or two apart. How old are you right maybe, now? I'm 28. Oh, okay. We're more than that. We're about three years apart, which which is actually about right. Because I was okay. 21 when it came out. Okay. So maybe I so was that, 18. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was thinking right. 
I guess I was thinking you were like 29, 29 or 30, not, not 28. But I would have liked to have been the Walmart employee when a younger me tried to pay for something. <laughs> with it. I would have liked to have seen the look on my own face when I said, that's not how this works. That's awesome. You know, my, yeah. my, when I got the GameCube, it was, uh, it was also at launch, but I, uh, it was just, I went out and got it on Sunday. I think I had it pre-ordered at GameStop and I went and waited in line for about a half an hour before GameStop opened. But you know, that was, that was kind of back before everyone pre-ordered at GameStop, meaning that if you did it, yeah. you were actually going to get a system. Uh, it was before GameStop was huge. I think it might have actually been software, et cetera, at the time. Um, it was back before they were, you know, huge like they are now. Or Babbage's yeah. or uh, Funko Land or EB Games or EBX or whatever that weird one that I saw. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I did about. go out. Dr- I did go out drinking the night before, so I was a little hungover that morning. But I said I was 21 when I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I picked up. I picked up Rogue Leader with it, and my friend Aaron went with me, and he got Monkey Ball, so we kind of had the best of both worlds. Uh, yeah. I remember because um, my friend got it on launch day, so I went over to his house. I guess I want to say it came out on a Sunday because all the consoles yeah, usually do. I just I just remember going over and like watching him play Luigi's Mansion for a little bit. I played a little bit of Luigi's Mansion, and then we played Monkey Ball, and Monkey Ball just blew our fucking minds. I had totally. absolutely no interest at all in Luigi's Mansion. And yeah. Luigi's Mansion, um, I only borrowed it from that friend when I, when I got my GameCube, then I borrowed it from him and beat him, and then I, I got it... Uh, I think it was around the retroactive um, on RFN. I, I picked it up and I, I kind of like that game. It's not a, it's not amazing. I, I feel like it'll kind of go down as like you know how Pilot Wings or Steel Diver for the 3DS launch will go. Yeah, down. Yeah, I can see that. that. Not amazing, but fun in its own right. Fun at the time. Um, uh, didn't now, if I recall, the Xbox launched almost at the same time, right? I want to say it was the week before. It was like a week or two yeah. before. Yeah, it was actually meant to be the same week, and Xbox, or no, GameCube got delayed. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. I now think, I, uh, like, I want to say the first week in November was when the th- the, th- yes, the Xbox yeah. came out, and then two weeks later, the GameCube came out. No, I was very tempted. This was the first time, like, I didn't even give a shit about the PlayStation. I don't know why. When I look back, because there's some good games on the PS2, um, but... I was really tempted for a while to get an Xbox instead of a GameCube. So we we had the same crisis then because um and I bought a I had Game a similar Informer the summer before the GameCube came out because um I had an N64 but by that point you know N64 releases were kind of you know shitty far between I mean I you know I'd had like the Paper Mario's and um, I actually never really played Perfect Dark until like like 2002 so yeah i missed out on that boat and like i you know i got conquer and stuff like that and really enjoyed those games but it's just like you know nintendo wasn't doing it for me as much as it used to and i uh, exactly my brother got a my brother got a playstation one and probably like late 99 or or maybe even 2000 and i started playing a lot of like you know final fantasy sevens chrono cross a lot of those rpgs that uh you know i i, I loved those kind of rpgs at that point in my life um and so the summer before, I was I was kind of thinking I was like maybe maybe I want to get a PlayStation Two. I'm kind of done with mm. this. Um, and uh, it got to the point, you know, like I think it was like October, maybe early November, when like you know I was telling my parents what I wanted for Christmas because I was still I guess it was 13 when the GameCube came out. Sorry for making uh. you guys feel really old. Um, but oh, I have to go I, take I, my I, Metamucil. Know, Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was a. Uh, I was I was I was like you know I was at a Toys R Us and I I saw the GameCube and I saw Luigi's Mansion and I saw uh, Rogue Leader and I was just kind of blown away 
And yeah, Rogue Leader is what sold I went me on, home. Ultimately, what sold me on GameCube is Rogue Leader. Yeah, like I saw that and I thought it looked amazing. And the funny thing is that there was like an Xbox demo near it too, but just it didn't appeal. It didn't have Luigi and it didn't have Star Wars. So I didn't right. give a rat's ass. Sorry. I think Obi-Wan was a launch game. That game's a piece of shit. Oh, I, yeah. was, I, remember, I, I, I was to, sort I of coming from the other... My brother's friend at college who, who swore by Obi-Wan on Xbox. I was kind of coming from the other side because... I didn't have an N64 until about halfway through its life cycle. I think I picked mine up um, in, well, no, halfway through is, is, is not saying it right. But I, I got my N64 in probably 90, fall of 98, maybe summer of 98. Um, and I, honestly, I didn't even, no, no, that's not true. I got it in 2000, I think. Um, I guess what I'm saying is the drought didn't hurt, didn't, didn't hurt me that much. The drought didn't yeah. really hurt me that much because I had a lot of backlog to play. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I wasn't playing that much in like 2001, but really, the the, the N64 sort of ramped up my my enthusiasm for Nintendo. You know, I was a Sega kid hmm. when I when I was in high yeah. school. Well, so so um, was I. Well, yeah, not when I was in high school, because when I was in high school, Sega was dead. I mean, I I grew up <laughs> playing NES, and I had a lot of affinity for those franchises. But in high school, I was a I was a Street Fighter Two player. I was a Sonic player, uh, and really, I mean, I liked. I think Mario 64 was the what was the first thing that sort of started turning the tide the other other yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, played, and, uh, I played stuff like Super Mario World and Mario 64 at friends' houses. I I owned a Sega Genesis, or my brother and I owned a Sega Genesis, and I got a Game Boy, and uh, that that was it for a very long time. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I was actually like sold on the GameCube sort of as my fandom began to grow during the last few years that I had my N64. Um, I was. I was ready for that launch. I mean, me and my friend Aaron sort of both sort of fell into the fandom together at the same time. We had become uh, very heavily competitive at Smash Brothers on the N64. Nice. We, we, we had seen enough, you know, screenshots and video footage of, of uh, Melee that uh, Melee. We, we, we couldn't wait for that. We were both living at the dormers at the same time, like a couple floors apart from each other. So, like, it was just the perfect scenario. And That's why I, I'm yeah. really glad I, had, I got to have a Smash Brothers uh, college experience with oh, yeah. when Brawl came out. Because even before Brawl came out, like, the build-up to that, like, it was ba- – well, even – I think, my, like, part of my first semester of college, like, there was a big chunk of that of just getting really drunk and playing Melee. Yeah, yeah I, I had, so I had a lot of we, people in my dorm we, room a lot of had, the time like, We had outrageous, Melee. super competitive tournaments. Like, pretty much – it would be like like we just do it for an entire day. <laughs> just Just play Melee. And then when Brawl came out, I remember having a rotation battle set up with probably – fucking 15 people damn like just like we were all hanging out you know around like the area around someone's dorm room because uh i was in a in a new dorm room at my college where like all the rooms were different sizes and i lucked out and i was in a corner room that was gigantic so we'd just all be hanging out and just all playing brawl together was it was wonderful but but i mean going going back to gamecube after i saw luigi's mansion and rogue leader i went home uh went on the internet and tried to search for everything I could about the GameCube, and happened upon PlanetGameCube.com. Oh, yeah. look at that! Ever, ever since that day, I was a loyal reader. Um, never joined the forums or anything until, um, you fucking lurker. Until like I joined staff, pretty much. But uh, yeah, it was pretty much starting then until today. I I followed Planet GameCube religiously. Yeah, it was the launch. You know what's funny about of- Rogue Leader is that it's still one of the best looking games on the system. They yeah, really knocked yeah. it out of the park on day one with that game. 
Yeah, it was the it was the launch going up to GameCube that brought me to the site as well. Uh, my friend Aaron, who got the system with me, we uh we, we both had the site as our homepage in the in like the summer of nice. two thousand and one, leading up to leading up to the um the launch. He's a decoy man in the forums, by the way. Um, yeah, we both had the uh the site bookmarked as our homepage for the months leading up to the console. In fact, I think at one point, um, we, we both we both worked uh the front desk of their dorm. We had plenty of time to kill when we worked there. I actually built him a uh, life-size GameCube made out of cardboard paper about a month before lunch. Oh my <laughs> god. That's how that's how hyped we were. We were Nerdcast. Speaking of um dude. Speaking of Brawl, do you guys have any interesting uh, Wii launch stories? Um mine actually uh as, as most of you know, um I and I'm getting married in September and uh Hey, Lauren, look at that. Congratulations. My, my Your lady wife friend, is hot. Uh Lauren is a contributing writer here, um, and she's she's sporadically contributed. She she basically just helped out with events because we would go to events in New York City together, um, and I, or rather, I drag them to I drag her to them and be like, "Guess what? You're writing about sin and punishment to and pick rocks now, woman. <laughs> like you you and you'll like it. You wear the but, pants um, in this relationship. And and then I'd usually just cower in a corner because she would have said that to me. Um, but yeah, uh, so. We were dating for about two weeks. Well, we started dating uh, November 1st, 2006. So what, the week came out, what, like two weeks later? Yeah. I dragged yeah. her. <laughs> she was. She actually, uh, my brother wanted to get a console, but because he was old and I think uh, getting married soon. Um, and uh, I don't know, was he expecting a kid? I don't remember. Um, but he didn't want to wait online, so he actually gave he gave his credit card to Lauren, and then Lauren was waiting online to get the Wii for him. Um, oh, nice! And then we went with like probably like we there was a good deal of people there um, that I went with, like probably like uh, four or five friends from from high school because um, that was uh, my freshman year of college, so it was kind of like it was the first time we were all seeing each other um, after you know going to college. So we all we all hung out and waited online. And also there was uh, one of my friend's younger brothers because he was still away. He was farther away at school, so he can come home for that time. Um, and so what, his younger brother was there. And we were there probably from, I don't know, something like 8 or 9 o'clock the night before and stayed until the Target opened at like 6, and six 7 in the morning. Um, it was pretty brutal. But hmm. we had a lot of fun because there was a Denny's nearby that we would just go there and use the bathrooms and kind of periodically get <laughs> shifts. And I, I, I think we actually bought a copy of Risk at a Walmart. Oh, and my then took gosh. it back and played Risk outside. I know we played a lot of DS games. I uh, I think I had, like, this, this beastly old laptop I had, and we played music on it, you know, hung out with the people there. There was, like, a high school teacher of ours was online, which was weird. That is weird. Um, and actually other people that we went to high school with were also online. Uh, which was kind of funny. Um, but the one story that I have from that, that uh, not really too related to actually getting the system. I mean, got the system and it was all, you know, fun and wonderful. I remember uh, my friend and I actually set up uh, two TVs near each other. And, well, like, we played, like, Wii Sports and stuff together. And then we set up two TVs next to each other and both played Zelda. Nice. So we, we had nice. to facing away because of the pointer. But but it was that, that was a ton of fun. Um, but... We drove to the Denny's to go to the bathroom and uh and like I like we came back from going one shift and then right after that my friend's younger brother was like can I go to the bathroom? I'm like, dude, we literally just went. He's like, I have to go number two. 
<laughs> okay, 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 we'll go. So, because I didn't have to go to the bathroom, it was, uh, and actually, like, one of my other friends was, like, you know, made him feel better and was like, you know what, I have to go to the bathroom, too. And he went in, um, my friend came out, got back in the car, um, and then I was like, all right, let's, uh, let's fake him out. So, <laughs> I was in a parking spot, and I just moved to the other end of the parking lot. Oh, jeez. see the poor kid walk out, like, walk over to the car, like, kind of, like, at, like, his, like, he's looking at the ground, and he looks up. And then you just see, like, this look of terror on him. <laughs> and, like, he's, like, running around, like, being like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? And then I just pulled out and was just, like, get in the car, dude. That's um, awesome. And then, then he, like, um, we went to a Panera Bread afterwards, and he started talking to Lauren, uh, apparently hitting on her about, like, coffee and stuff. And we mentioned it to my friend, and he was like, he doesn't even drink coffee. How would he know <laughs> anything about it? So... He read up specifically. I had to take him that. to a Denny's to poop, and he also hit on my girlfriend. So. Wow, it was a fun time. Awesome, that's pretty awesome. Uh, my I, story uh, is. Oh, go ahead, Andy. I um I hadn't quite committed to buying it on launch until it was kind of too late to pre-order it. I seem to recall that the pre-orders for the Wii kind of went and came and went very very quickly at GameStop. Like, if you wanted to pre-order at GameStop, you had to get in line like on a specific day and then they were done with pre-orders like an hour later and yeah and I mean, my thing way. with with the Wii because uh I, I won't regale you with any stories from uh waiting online for xbox 360 but i did that the year before and i really enjoyed the thrill of like figuring out what places were getting what amount going to that <laughs> place you sure know, waiting sure online for it and for the Wii, like i was fucking pumped like, I, like, had this planned out. Like, I knew exactly the target we were going to. I was like, I know they're getting this many units, so if we, if we get there at this time, we'll be fine. Wow. Um, it's hardcore, yeah, I was really into it. And now at this point, I'm looking back on that. I'm like, that's too much work. I'll just pre-order it next time. <laughs> my uh, my plan... I, I've never had... really been a big fan of pre-ordering systems. I like, the, I like the thrill to a degree. I like the commitment of actually knowing you're going to get one, although I, I'm not sure that's entirely true with GameStop these days, but... Yeah. Um, I, you know, I had, I probably would have pre-ordered it if I had been able to commit to buying it right away. But you know, you know how finances can be. You never know if you're gonna be able to drop 250 yeah. until, until you know the month before, really. So I decided eventually that I was gonna go ahead and just do the the midnight Walmart thing. I figure if I'm gonna if I'm gonna wait in a line, I'd rather do a midnight launch than a than a morning launch because then I don't have to camp yeah. out all night. Yeah, um, there's no such thing as 24-hour WalMarts in New Jersey. So, uh, okay. Uh, so twenty-four um, hour WalMarts. Oh yeah, <laughs> holy all crap! Hours. Nice. Yeah. Every single one I've ever been to has been twenty-four hours. Actually. Wow. That's not. No there, wait. That's not true. One, but most of them have been. There's one fabled Walmart in I think South Jersey that that's actually twenty-four hours. But like that's fucking South Jersey. That's a different. That's a different <laughs> state. Um, but like you know, like ones in Pennsylvania, New York. Pretty much everywhere that I know of, except for New Jersey, they're all 24 hours. Wow. Yeah, they're all 24 hours in Iowa for the most part, except for there's, there's one in a nicer part of town here that is not allowed to be open 24 hours by virtue of the the contract they signed when they moved in. But oh, okay. all the other ones in town are 24 hours. And so, I um the only the only complication was that one of my all time favorite bands, who at that point was still fairly unknown. And they're they're still fairly unknown, but at that point they were almost entirely unknown. Um, they're from Brooklyn. They don't make it out to the Midwest very often, and they were playing a show in Des Moines. What band? Uh, it's a band called Bishop Allen. Okay, I've heard of them. That's yeah, they they've they've sort of made the indie circuit the last few years. They've been in in a few movies and they've been in, they've actually been in a Sony camera commercial and a few other commercials too. Um, 
th- th- their name is out there now. But back then, in 2006, man, they 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 they, they put out a, a, a fresh four track EP every month in 2006. Um, it's kind of awesome. it's kind of how they got their name out. Like they had already had an album out, but the albums kind of kind of fell on deaf ears, you know, in the the sea of music out there. Uh, but in 2006, they put out a four track EP every single month. So you know, by Jeez. by November. They, you know, I was like in love with these guys. I had already liked them in the beginning, but by November, I was like, "These, this is the best band ever." Um, and I had actually just recently made a trip out to Milwaukee to see them a couple of months earlier, uh, thinking they would never come to Des Moines. Well, sure enough, that fall they booked a show in Des Moines, the day before the We launched on Saturday. <laughs> oh. um, and so I decided, okay, I need to figure out how I'm going to do this. So I guess the, the idea is go to the show. And then the second it's over, head to Walmart. Because it was like an yeah. 8 o'clock show. Probably be over by like 9, 9.30. Um, you know, I'll get, I'll get to Walmart then. So I called Walmart at like 2.30 in the afternoon to kind of see how things were going. And uh, what, I, th- th- what I found was that basically the line at the Walmart I was planning on going to was pretty much full at like 2 oh, in the afternoon. Mm, and I was like, oh, that's, that's not good. Um, I had read online that Walmart's were, and all of Walmart's in Iowa were, were all getting 20 units. So, and they had oh. like already, they had like 18 people in line at two. So I was like, yeah, I think, um, oh boy, the targets by me were getting like something like 70 units. Yeah. Best, the best buy in my area, I, I, I would later find was got like 85, but I'm not sure yeah, how yeah. many target, I'm not sure how many target was getting. Um, so basically after the show was over, I, um, I called all the WalMarts in in the Des Moines area, and yeah, all of the all of them were were well spoken for like hours before. But I called I called a Walmart out in Newton, Iowa, which is a small town, about forty five minutes away, and they had about five spots in line left. So I so you booked th- I, it. I, I booked it, and in fact, I didn't even have my glasses on me, um, and I really shouldn't <laughs> be driving at night without my glasses, especially. I don't know if this is a problem where you guys are at, but um, deer are a big problem when you're driving. In, oh like, yeah, November, no, November and December. In December, you're you're if you drive at night, you are very likely going to see someone who hit a deer, or see a dead deer on the road, or hit a deer yourself. Uh, it's like the time of the year where they're mating and running around all crazy like and getting shot at by hunters. So, Fucking deer, man! They're all over the place. So I was deer. driving without my glasses on at like 10 o'clock at night to Newton, Iowa. And I got there probably around, I think just before 11. And um, I got there and I was number 22 in line. Two, you know, two more than the number they were supposedly going to get. But my, my wife can convinced me to go ahead and, and stick it out. And uh, I waited and I waited and I waited. And if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the, the person ahead of me in line one person left, so I was 21, and then the person ahead of me in line almost couldn't pay because their credit card was got, got declined, and they couldn't oh. find the other credit card. And so I'm sitting there super excited that it's about to happen, and then they found their other credit card, and the last <sighs> we left the store. So we went to Walmart, got some pie to cheer me up, and then headed back to Des Moines, at which point I drove by Target, and, and this is like – we got back at like – you know because we went – they started selling them at midnight. We waited until the entire line went through, which took about 45 minutes or so. And by that point, it's, you know, almost 1 o'clock. It's about a 45-minute... So, oh, so you may pie. as well just go to a morning launch. 
Right. We yeah. got we got pie, so it was like two two thirty before we actually left Newton. I got back to Des Moines around three. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And I decided I'm, I I lived like right around the corner from uh, like a shopping area with both a Target and a Best Buy. So I drove around, and Target had a huge line like around the block, probably at least sixty people at Target. Uh, and Best Buy had probably about 30, 30 or 40 people. I'm not sure why there was more at Target than Best Buy, but it seemed like also the people at Target were just kind of hanging out, but the people at, at or I'm sorry, the people at Best Buy were kind of just hanging out, but the people at Target were like partying. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, like, that looks, that looks kind of crazy, but I'd, I'd rather just go where there's fewer people. So I went home, got home around 3, 3.30, set an alarm. I think what I decided was if I was going to get there early, I would get there at six. To me, six is the default time to get a place early. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to get there before those people. So the people that want to get there before the people who are getting there early are probably going to be there at like five thirty. And I wanted to get there before those people. So wow. I actually went up. I, I set my alarm for like four forty-five, and got like an hour of sleep. Woke up and got in line at uh, about five to five because I figured, you know what? There, there's a gap because if you're going to camp out, what's going to happen is a whole bunch of people are going to come and camp out and probably right around 12 midnight, they're going to stop showing up. And then right around like 6-ish, 5.36-ish, they're going to start showing up again. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to get in there in the gap. Like I don't want to sleep there overnight, but I want to get there before the morning people start coming. Yeah. So I got there. I think I was pretty much the first person in line for four hours. And then immediately after I got there within like 20 minutes, the line like got 10 to 15 people longer. So I, wow. I timed it perfectly. And like I said, I think there was, I was like number 40 in line and Best Buy had like 85 of them. So it didn't really, it didn't really matter. I waited until, I think they, they handed out tickets at like eight and then I went and sat in my car and played Star Fox Command until they opened it at like 10. <laughs> and, uh, and that was that, but well, that's it was nice kind of, it was, it was out the tickets. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Like that way you didn't have to sit there and wait in line anymore. Cause yeah, it was freezing cold. It's not Alaska, but it's not California either. It was cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it, it was it was frigid for 360 and we launch. Yeah, it really, really was. No, I mean it, it worked out. It worked out pretty well, but you know it's one of those things where you couldn't find it for so long afterward. It's, I didn't really feel yeah. like super nerdy or anything telling people about actually, this because um, I think it was it was actually the year after because uh my my friend um well at least I heard from my friend's dad that uh he was trying to get a, a Wii for for my friend's birthday. So I actually um kind of kept an eye out and ran into a best buy i basically went into a best buy right as they were getting their new shipment of systems in oh wow and and i just saw it and i like you know called my friend i was like so has your dad had any luck getting you a wii for your birthday he's like no I was like, all right i'll buy this nice. nice so i ended up buying my friend a wii a year later which is still i mean it's kind of ridiculous to think of how long the wii was hard to find I know, isn't that crazy? It was it was months, months and months. It was a it was, year. It was at it least was, a year. I think, I think it, it was, was like, closer to two. I think it was almost two years. Yeah. Wow. Because I want to say I, 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 I bought a Wii as... for my parents the Christmas of two thousand and eight, and I'm pretty sure it was still really hard to find even then. Yeah, I nice. remember. Um, I I went to a, a Super Mario Galaxy launch in New York City, at the Nintendo World Store, and it was the kind of thing where I wasn't planning on going. But then, like, didn't really have anything to do that night. And last second, uh, Lauren, my friend, and I were just like, screw it, let's go. So we went to the city, 
um, went to the Nintendo World Store thing, which was ridiculous. Like, they had, like, fucking a Mario break dancing, and they had people with these, like, ridiculous, like, kind of looking like a, the Flood from Mario Sunshine things, but they had TVs on them, and you could play Mario Galaxy <laughs> basically on people's backs. Um, As a prelude and, like, to the they 3DS. Had, like, a DJ, uh, and they were, like, throwing out T-shirts. The DJ was really, like, like he was he was into it. Um and then there was a ridiculously long line, and we were near the end of it because we didn't. It, I mean, it was a last-minute thing. Like I think it was a midnight launch, but we probably got there around like ten thirty, and uh, they were handing out tickets and stuff. But we were like, we were really far back. I mean, we were we were definitely getting a game because it's not like a with a console where you really run that risk. Like it's Nintendo World Store; they have more copies of the game than you can count. Right. Um, but we were still like, we were probably like, you know, 75, 80 people back. So we just had to wait for, you know, all the, all the sales to go through. And I don't think we actually got up there until like one, one thirty, and we Jeez. had to catch a two o'clock train. So we basically oh. bought our games and bolted to Penn station, which is about, I don't know, something like 10 over 10 blocks. Oh my gosh. City. Um, so that was a fun night. Luckily we made our train. But um, nice. And then and then my brawl story. I mean, kind of diverging from systems a little bit, but still launch stories. Um, I uh, visited my friends at Rutgers, um, which is a big old college in New Jersey, in the middle of it. Um, if you if you don't know what it is, I know it from but that we sad went... news story from last year. Oh, uh, <laughs> but um, but we we went to uh we went went and got the game at midnight like they had like the tournaments at GameStop so we tried to get into that but we just got a shit wrecked because it was like one life and like ridiculous, um but we got that and I proceeded to uh, play that game with three of my friends for I believe twelve hours straight. What? <laughs> like okay so we got it at midnight you know pro- well actually here's what happened so we got the game at midnight went back to my friend's dorm, and his Wii was broken. Ooh. Like like he he's oh he's had problems with it. It's because of like the dual layer disc of Brawl doesn't like his Wii right. has always had problems running those kind of games. And it mine did working. too. I had to send mine in for Brawl. Yeah, so he had to send his in, but we were basically just like fuck. So we went to another kid's dorm, and then we were there from probably I don't know. Let's say like like from one thirty in the morning to like four in the morning. But then his roommate came and he wanted to go to bed, so we took that guy's Wii back to my friend's. <laughs> my friend's dorm um and then played played it there until about i guess like 11 a.m noon and then Uh like i just passed out on my friend's roommate's bed who was he was gone for the weekend and then like woke up two hours later like kind of like in one of those things where it's like oh i just pulled an all-nighter likely the last all-nighter i will ever pull and just like was so messed up in the head that i was like well i have to get up now drove back to school and then, like, the crazy thing about that is that I had all these friends up at college that were like, yo, man, you got Brawl, let's play. So <laughs> then, like, I got back that night and I played, like, pretty much all night. I think I had I had work at a computer lab that night, too, and brought the system with me. And oh then basically, just, like, slept for all of Monday because that was the, the year I had Monday off. Wow. I loved Brawl. <laughs> Brawl is good. <laughs> yep. I actually went to a... Uh... The NWR meetup to get brawl. Uh, Uncle Bob from the forums did a did a, like a a little party where he, he, he what he really wanted to do is for what he thought would probably be the first time in the history of the game 
play a linked cable on Game Boy game of Faceball 2000 with 16 players. Nice. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he, he did a whole bunch of research, and apparently, like, the game supported 16 players, but the game sold so poorly, and there was some sort of, like, shortage of the cables or whatever, so he's fairly certain the game had never been actually played 16 players. So he... <laughs> So he trolled the forums, not trolled the forums, he, he searched the forums to find people that would be, would be willing to drive out to his tiny little town in Illinois to uh, join him in a game, a 16-player game of Faceball 2000. And uh, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't that active on the forums at that time, but my friend Aaron, Decoy Man, was. And he w- was totally down to go. I think he was sort of going through a rough patch and really we kind of wanted just an excuse to do something completely insane like drive to Carmi, Illinois um, to a town <laughs> of like 15 people yeah and then and pick up and pick up uh, Smash Brothers so he talked me into going so the problem was that like right before uh, the event I came down with like a, a a pretty intense cold or flu or something but I didn't want to back out of going so I went down there and we sat there in his little Walmart because he works at Walmart in the in the game department. We sat there in his Walmart while, while he ran a launch event, like a tournament and everything, and I was miserable the entire time. But, I mean, it was kind of cool meeting some of the NWR forum people that I had occasionally talked to. But, really, I was pretty, like, just uncomfortable and miserable the entire time. I got brawl. Yeah. I went home. I think I played maybe two games, and I just collapsed. I was dead tired. <laughs> And then we drove back like the next morning. Like I think we played a little bit the next day, but really it was pretty much a drive out there to get the game and a drive back for me. Everyone else played pretty much all night. <laughs> nice. That's like the only NWR like meetup I've, I've ever really done, and it was sort of long before I ever even you know thought it I might become active. a member of the staff. That's just it's yeah. just a, a weird little trivia fact, I guess. But it was fun. I'd like to go to something like that again, but um, maybe not be sick this time. That'd I was awesome. actually um. Now that I, I guess we should get to wrapping up the show. Can too, I tell probably. my goddamn Wii launch story? Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, Zach. Bastards. Okay, so I had there. There's a a place. Uh, there used to be a local, a local game place uh, called um, Microplay. I think I've talked about them on the show before. They were really good. They were better than GameStop. What's not? Uh, but they were local, so I liked them. So, like months, months, maybe. Three or four months before launch, I pre-ordered a Wii from them. I didn't, thank God I didn't put any money down, but but they called me literally three days before launch, and they said, uh, we're not really getting too many Wiis, and you're too far down the le- list to, uh, to get one of the, like, four we're getting. I was like, oh, uh, awesome. So I was freaking out what to do. I didn't want to do a midnight launch, because um, I just... I hate doing. I, I hate doing. I hated staying up late at the time. I don't really anymore. I'm I'm kind of a night owl now, but I didn't used to be. Uh, but I decided, okay, I'm going to go to Fred Meyer. And if you don't know what Fred Meyer is, it's a little bit like Target. It's it's somewhere between Target and Walmart in terms of quality. Um, I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to a midnight launch at the Target on the south side of town because they're the really big Target. They'll get a lot. So, it was November, I didn't know what the exact date was, but it was friggin' cold, and we were actually going through a cold snap, uh, and so I dressed up in, in my dad's Arctic gear from when we used to live out in the, 
Talkeetna Mountains. Uh, you know, enormous coat, snow pants, long johns, these, these huge boots. Uh, and I got all this gear together and I got my, this was a stupid thing to do, but I brought my DS and, uh, you know, gloves and a hat and some snacks and a chair. And I, my wife drove me to this Fred Meyer and I got there at seven, I want to say seven o'clock at night. There was nobody in line yet. So I was like, friggin' sweet, I'm going to be the first in line. So I was the first in line. And there was a little sign, a little sign that had just been printed out on paper that said, We Line Starts Here. So I set up my shit, and I sat in line, and it took an hour for more people to show up. Uh, but once they did, they started coming pretty quick, and the line eventually grew very long. Uh, and my, my brother, um, who's, who's quite a bit younger than me, he showed up for moral support, but he wasn't really dressed for the occasion. Uh, he was just kind of wearing a sweater and sweatpants. Uh, so he spent a lot of time inside the Fred Meyer. Um, but I took advantage of that. Uh, I would give him money and he'd bring me things, things to do. <laughs> um, and the other thing that was cool is that the, everybody in line was pretty cordial like, we'd say, okay, and, and everyone brought chairs, and, and we all got to talking, and it'd be like, uh, I have to go to the bathroom, will you save my spot? I was like, sure, you know, we're going to run to the Carl's Jr. across the parking lot, will you save my spot? Yeah, sure. And uh, so it, it was real cordial, it was real nice, but the temperature got to, I think, negative 20. Um, and even and, and by then, you know, even with all this Arctic gear on, we, everyone was friggin' cold. Um, and at about 11... 11 o'clock, they passed out tickets, and they only had 90 systems, which I guess is pretty good from what you guys have been saying. They had 90 systems, and a whole bunch of people got turned away, but then we could all go to our cars. Um, or people were allowed to go to the cars, but I didn't. I stayed in line. Um, oh, that's right. You're a real I, man. I'm a real man. Um, uh, and also my wife, you know, she left with the car. Um, so, uh, I stayed in line and I was the first one to go in and it was, it felt awesome. I, I bought a system and I bought a memory card and I must've bought it. Oh, I bought Zelda. I bought Zelda cause it was the only launch game that I gave a shit about. And, uh, and the whole line had come into the store and I got this huge standing applause, uh, as I was leaving. You know, held the GameCube or the Wii over my head. It felt pretty cool. Uh, and then we got home to my uh, my apartment. I set it up. And this is like, this is now it's like 1 a.m. Set it up. I went immediately to bed. And uh, yeah. my, brother, my brother stayed up the rest of the night playing Zelda. And uh, <laughs> and then I started the next day. But, but that's my story. That was That was a fun time, but I'll never do that again. Yeah. For an, I won't do that again. Let's say that for a winter launch, that that's just too cold for me. But it would have go. to be uh, a special occasion for me. To yeah, you know, and for the 3DS launch, not to not to get off on a tangent, but I didn't even have to stand in line for that. I was in the friggin' hospital, and my yeah. wife took pity on me, and went and got me a 3DS at Best Buy. Uh, you know. She got there when the store opened. There was barely any line, but she uh, she got me a system and brought it to me. That's awesome. That's awesome. It is. 
It is. I, I should I just start I hiring I pre-ordered people. a DSi literally like right before the GameStop closed, and then they were opening up three hours later at midnight. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I, I just walked in and bought a... Yeah. A DSI at my I just I just actually. I decided really late that I was gonna get one, and I was just like, well, I may as well pre-order it just so I can just because I knew they were doing a midnight launch, so I could just swing by at midnight and just yeah, get my system and leave. Because yeah. I actually I, I pre-ordered it, then went to a party, and then came back around midnight, got the system, and went back to the party. Oh, nice! Took pictures of everybody. Yeah. Look at this shitty camera. It's crazy, man. <laughs> I uh, I yeah I I got a DS Lite at launch um and i got a dsi at launch and um i'd always sell the previous system to fund the new one yeah i i, I never really have done that but. well I, I don't need two ds's the only although i have three game boy advance well, SPs, i gave, so I gave I my ds I back to talk. lauren when i got the dsi then she ended up buying her own dsi and i just kind of didn't have anything to do with it until oh, recently yeah. my friend my friend who he i don't think he's ever really owned he had a PS2 and that was it, but he expressed interest in wanting to get a DS because, you know, he hears like me and my friends talk so highly of all the different games on it. So I sold it to, I sold my DS fat to him and nice. lent, lent him a shit ton of games. Uh, yeah. I yeah. through Chrono Trigger, Metroid Zero Mission, and Dragon Quest V right now. Before oh, I forget, I'd like to bring this up. My third Game Boy Advance SP is a Japanese one that I got in Hawaii. It was unboxed. I mean, it hadn't been opened. And the woman was selling it just because she needed money. And she was like, I got this when I was over in Japan last year, and I just never opened it. I was like, sold, $30. <laughs> and uh, I, of course, took it out of the box. And I, I haven't used it, but it looks really, it it looks so nice and new. You know, and the buttons are <laughs> clicky, and oh, it's so cool. It's, All right. it's I, blue. I think that's about a newscast. That especially newscast. now that uh, launch, it, it's raining by me. And launch I'm cast. thunder and stuff. So really? I kind of want to. Yeah. Wow, CJ, we better hang up before lightning hits you. Yeah. I haven't listened to Player One in a while. So okay, that, that happens from time to time. Now, it's there. more that I don't want the audio to get lost. It'd yeah. be cool if you heard lightning or thunder. I mean, thunder over the podcast. But yeah, let's wrap yeah. it up. Um, I was... Shit, there was something I was going to say, but I forget. Is it about the site? I don't know. Okay. It was something that I was going to say to the listener. I, I honestly don't remember. Um, Email us. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys talk. I'll try to remember what I was going to say. We also Send have emails. Uh, review us on iTunes. Review us kindly, if you would. We, uh, we have this thing called a talkback thread on the forums where people post, and we will sometimes answer their questions. It's always nice to get show feedback. Did you already course, mention the course. email address? Was I not paying attention five seconds no. ago? Newscast at NintendoWorldReport.com. Yeah. We actually get um, quite a few emails. I'm shocked, but I love it. Every now and then. It's awesome, yeah, definitely. I just got in an extended conversation with a guy about Kansas and how Kansas fucking blew the NCAA tournament. And uh, it said your wife is from Kansas? She's from did Kansas. I, did I hear that? She's from Topeka, yep. Very nice. I've, I have been to Topeka. Topeka, I would actually live in Topeka. You might not believe that since there's mountains and shit here, but dude, I'm from I'm from Nebraska and Iowa. I believe I I believe it. Trust me. There is something very just relaxing about Kansas to me. 
The only difference between Kansas, Iowa, and Nebraska is the name. They're the exact same <laughs> type of place. I mean, yeah, there's a there, there's a they lot all used of to be under empty, the empty ground, sea. but there's a lot of empty, empty, empty land in all three of those states. And, and there's also a couple of really awesome cities in all three of those states, but largely they're the same. I like that part of the country because it is filled to the brim with limestone, and that limestone contains fossils of marine reptiles from the Cretaceous. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What uh, were you going to say, Neil? I forgot what I was going to say. I got to check. I'm getting tired. It's late by me. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Post it on the talkback thread or in the show notes or something. Oh, oh, I was going to say, um, if you want to hear us talk about something, uh, write into the talkback thread. Oh, my uh, God. We are open to suggestion. Um, we will. Uh, oh, the I see guy who wrote about uh, us talking about extra life. Um, oh, right, right, right. Articles that was on that. 120, we will probably I think. do that in the future. Just this Actually, week we we've a got a special thing uh, in the in the pot brewing. Yeah, we're that. always working on special exciting. things, guys. That's uh, all for you, the reader and the listener and the listener. So you, you get, guys are the same. That's you cool. Visual yeah, if you, and I mean, audio. If you hadn't noticed, we're kind of moving a little away from from just reciting the news and moving towards more feature topics. So, when if you have any begin? ideas for what? If you have any idea for feature topics, please let us know. Yeah, it's a gradual um, shift. It's oh, sort of, and actually, the thing I wanted to mention, um, we had that GoldenEye community night a while ago. Um, I remember if anybody that. Wants to do a community night or wants us to, you know, put together something, even if we can't necessarily participate. We could see if other staffers have the game, and we'll, we'll uh, you know, make a note of it on the site. Um, just shoot shoot us an email, or uh, you know, say something on a talkback thread, and we'll talk. Um, I know uh, people on the forums are doing a Monster Hunter try uh, anniversary on a. It actually, came out on four twenty last year. <laughs> um, I, uh, but I gave away that an anniversary game. thing for that. Um, so. Uh, Join up with those people. It, it doesn't have. Can I? Them. Can I suggest? It doesn't have to be a Wii game. Um, I mean, it would be nice if it. I mean, true. Yeah, it'd be I mean, nice if just, it could be. I, mean, I want to play video games with you guys. Yeah. Um, we want to play a game fun. that'll have more than eight people in a party. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, any game at all. If you guys want to do something online, let us know, and we'll try to put something together, even if it's just you know a forums event or if it's a bigger site wide event. You know, if Conduit Two has better multiplayer than GoldenEye, I I think that could be a pretty fun community. I might end up selling GoldenEye and getting Conduit 2 if it turns out that that multiplayer is better. Yeah, I kind of stopped playing GoldenEye. I really enjoyed GoldenEye, and I played a local multiplayer a little while ago, but um, we should wrap up this episode. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. So it appears that my connection to the rest of the show is cut out, and I know they're going to talk about console acquisition. So I'm going to share one of my console acquisition memories because 
why the hell not? Um, back when I was in third grade, I really wanted the Game Boy Color so I could play Link's Awakening DX. Um, I had been playing it on my original Game Boy for quite some time, and I really frickin' wanted to play it and have those damn color dungeons. So I saved up my money and had all the cash ready to buy it, and my parents decided that what I would have to do is give up video games for Lent. And the thing is, I bought it during Lent and uh, had my dad hang on to it to ensure that I wouldn't play it. And the day of Easter, when I was supposed to get the console that I had bought, that I had saved up all my lawn money for, uh, he gives it the box to me, and it is filled with a wet towel. And he thought that was just the funniest damn thing on earth. I had gone 40 days without video games. The console that I had bought has been hidden from me and replaced with a wet towel. And I had to search the entirety of the house to find it. The thing is, it wasn't even in our house. It was in our family's friend, family friend's house, and uh, they were hanging on to it. So the joke was extended well into the evening. And by that time, I had, of course, gone insane. It is the stupidest thing my parents have ever done, and it was the dumbest way I've ever had to acquire a console. So, top that, Zach.